0: Come
1: I call a partner who in the spot, baby, rule in the spot In the mug in the watch, love me Half of y'all hate me, half y'all love me The ones that hate me, only hate me cause they don't trust me And they say I am lucky. You think I got time to blow all this dough And do all these shows On flight in the llama, charging white bro Uh-oh, another episode
0: You,
1: my roll, love, you I don't know how many of y'all listen, listen you, to the verses on Tuesday evening. We're recording this on Wednesday evening. Shout out to both Fat Joe and Ja Rule. They got hits, man. Both of them combined, they got hits on hits on hits on hits. Speaking of hits, swing, better, 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 swing. That was terrible. Fuck it, though. Greetings and salutations, ladies and (laughs) (laughs) gentlemen. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with...
0: TheChairshot.com. Always use your head.
1: Use your heads. Support your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis by going to com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chairshot t-shirt. We've still got a little bit of summer left. What are we like, T minus five, six days? Depending on where you're at, though, it's still going to be warm enough to be outside in a t-shirt. So why not represent the family and step outside with your fall colors and your turning leaves and your crisp, cool autumn evenings? Buy a beautiful t shirt from prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shop, Please and thank you, thank you, please. the Thechairshot.com. Remember, we're not just a website, we're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes Christopher Platt. I'm joined by my brother Ray Cash. Unfortunately, Mr. Sunny couldn't be here today. Sometimes life takes precedent. Y'all know how that goes. So we're running a little pick and roll today, but we're going to keep it moving like an escalator. Mr. Cash, how's it going?
0: Going pretty good, man. Uh, so, yes, it's still summer, and I'm from the South live on the Gulf, by, by the coast, summer ain't over till the hurricanes stop.
1: So yes, <laughs> we are still in the summer.
0: But I'm good. How you doing?
1: So technically, summer doesn't stop till what about Thanksgiving? Maybe Christmas?
0: Supposed to stop
1: <laughs> Halloween.
0: For the record, we just had a very near miss. Shout out to the homie Nicholas. He tried. <laughs> There's a tree in my yard that is bent. He tried. But you know,
1: crisis averted. <laughs> Nick out here bullshit man what's wrong with you Nicholas leave people alone man look
0: dog so many look just stop giving them names bro just be like Hurricane number five because they all they <laughs> all do the same shit every one of us leave us messed up right so
1: well they've, they've been to run out of names man in a couple of years it's gonna be like Hurricane Dante Hurricane already, we already there <laughs> Katrina <laughs> Hurricane Raquan, the chef <laughs> like <laughs> Hurricane Trayvon, that's how I know I'm getting old, man. All these grown ass men are named Raekwon and Shaquille. In about 10 years, we're gonna see a bunch of uh, Baracks, you know what I mean? Facts, Denzels, yeah, you know, we got 35 year old Denzels running around this melon farmer.
0: By the way, if you uh got five minutes and you want to laugh, look up the real names of the hardest rappers in the world,
1: you'll laugh. Oh, yeah, it'd be like uh. Worthington Smithers the third (laughs) MC murder death kill. Like for real. Like shit be hilarious. I know exactly what you talk about. That shit is absolutely hilarious, man.
0: Brings you so much joy.
1: (laughs) joy.
0: Like, I get it now. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. By the way, check out the verses. This one wasn't as good as um the last New York one, uh, the locks and um Dip set, partially because there was about six, seven points in that in that show. You thought somebody was gonna get shot. <laughs> this was two homies, so you know, hey, what can you do?
1: I think the best one I've seen since the Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isleys was Red and Meth, and it wasn't even a versus. They they just basically gave us a concert, which I yeah. thought was super cool.
0: They've done like three albums together, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> like what are you yeah. going hit for hit for? Um, the uh, the Brandy Monica was fun to watch, especially knowing that they were trying so hard to act like they homies when they hate each other. Yeah. That was funny. Um, shout out to uh, the legend, rest in peace, Dmx. Dmx and Snoop loved it. But oh, yeah. you know, the you know what you know what the God the God versus and can't okay, nobody tell me otherwise. But well, besides Gucci, Gucci and J- Jeezy is probably the best because I I I, I watched that with bated breath, knowing somebody was going to die. Um Gucci even said on his dead homie, bro. I was like, You killed him. That's
1: yeah.
0: um, uh, no, guy in Black Street. Cause the whole time it kept going in and out. Teddy Riley couldn't get his stuff together and it just hilarity ensued. Go back. Hey, shout out to shout out to um Timbo and shout out to Swiss for coming up with this because I think versus is such a
1: dope idea. It really is, man, and it really led us through the pandemic because we all got together and watched them like a family. So just to have some sort of entertainment when we were all stuck in the houses or in our houses rather, yeah, it was a dope idea. And shout out to them. And yeah, I've enjoyed for the most part. I've enjoyed most of them, it, man. It's been it's been fun. And then we get together, my lady and I, and you know we get a little something to sip on, and it's like going down memory lane, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, it's it's literally like you're going to a concert, but it's in your house. Hmm. Hmm. Um... I'm 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 hoping Chappelle takes the challenge. You know Kevin Hart said, I'll do Chappelle.
1: Kevin so, do not like, want that smoke. Kevin don't want that smoke. You're a Kevin Hart man? Kevin Hart is dope. But Kevin but he's Hart- dope. He's he's dope. I don't like his stand up. I think he's funny in movies in small doses. Sometimes he'd be doing a little too much in the movies. He's sure. great in small doses. I don't I'm not a big fan of his comedy, his stand up. I just don't think he's got that in his repertoire, but I respect his hustle. Cause he was really the first comedian to really hop aboard this social media train, you know yep. what I mean? And, and get his yep. weight up. So I, I respect his hustle.
0: What, he took what Eddie did as an actor and he, he moved the goalposts even further. His stand up is dope, but because of his style and what he talks about, he's not put up there with the guys like Chappelle and Eddie and cat, but this cat grew up with like Patricio, Patrice O'Neill and Bill Burr. So I know when it get down to the getting down, if you can if you can handle living with Patrice O'Neill, you I you, you you can go back and forth. So I don't know.
1: There's a, a funny story. I've heard I've heard him tell the story a couple of times. I know he told it on Rogan. I think he told it on uh, Opie and Anthony as well. Uh, Patrice had moved out to L.A. and he was staying with Kevin and his um I, don't, I remember his wife or his girlfriend at the time. And it's probably and Tory at
0: the time It's his wife. Okay. Yeah.
1: And 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 uh, Kevin walked in on Patrice jerking off on his computer. Like go go out your way to hear Kevin Hart tell that story. It's hilarious.
0: Dog, he was like, "You not gonna stop?" He was like, "Man, I know he started now." <laughs>
1: And the funny thing is, he said, it, um, I can't remember the interview, but I, he said, it, and Patrice was there. You know, Patrice can't never let nobody get the best of him, so he just kind of bled off. Oh, yeah, he caught me jerking off. Anyway, that's just like, he like, he like, he like, yeah, no big deal. Whatever.
0: Man, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neal, bro. Speaking of rest in pieces, rest in peace to the legend Norm McDonald. We lost him this week. Uh, of, that, of the guys that came from SNL, who, like, can actually do stand-up, because most SNL guys are actors and sketch artists. Norm is a stand-up that just happened to fall into sketch comedy. Go back and watch some of his interviews, some of his sets, the S P set, you know, where he uh <laughs> he told Charles Wilson, like, you know, you're gonna be good forever, you know, unless you kill your wife and a waiter. Like, <laughs> legendary stuff. Shout-out to Norm MacDonald. Rest in power, brother. You will be missed.
1: Yeah, well said, well said. And this Bell Farmer on the Chadwick-Boseman side of the game was fighting cancer for the last nine years, damn near a decade, and didn't let anybody know. So that also gives you a glimpse into the type of person that he was, too, you know, so, yeah, I I agree with that. Funny motherfucker, too, man.
0: All strength. Let's take a break here, uh, pay some bills, show some respect, and we'll come back. And uh, I got some explaining to do, so I'll come to the front of the congregation when we get back.
1: Five ninety-nine per month. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv.
0: Go to Powerslam.tv promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's Powerslam.tv promo code chair shot.
1: Thechairshot.com.
0: Always use your head. But yeah, you know, some football happened this weekend, you know, and some football happened on Monday. And some really stuff happened. Yeah. You know, things happen here and there. And anyway, yeah, so the Ravens lost. What else happened this weekend, Platt? What else you got going?
1: <laughs> uh, hold on, let me put it in reverse. Back it up. Hold on, I gotta look, you know. I don't have the, the back cam on my chair here in the office. Oh, so I gotta, gotta turn head. Yeah. yeah, I gotta turn my head. All right, and we're right back in Vegas, I believe. Vegas? Time Machine. Back in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. John Gruden. Yeah. The Death Star. He he, he looks less like Chucky now, more like Courtney Love. But John Gruden. Oh, my God. Las Vegas Raiders. Hell of a game, by the way. In overtime. Hell of a game. So, not time to hit the panic button, but we do have to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Out out of the weave, you know, none of us, I probably have the best uh, the best weekend out of the, the three of us and keep it we up. All, And we and we all tied for the worst record in the league right now. So
0: <laughs> Boy, we talked so much shit going into the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we all oh and one.
1: Oh, I laughed so much when I went back and listened to last week's episode when we all picked our own squads to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I said, we ain't some Homer melon Farmers in this melon Farmer. What is To be happening? fair,
0: legitimately all three of our teams are Super Bowl contenders. That's what's crazy about it. <sighs> man, look. I don't want to give the injury spiel, even though it's real. Like, injuries, and a lot of the times people will be like, that's oh, bullshit. No, like, literally, we are decimated in the season had hasn't started yet.
1: No, that's real. I mean, my yeah. man Peter's He's on that Deion Sanders, Darrell Revis, most recently uh, Jalen Ramsey type of field. Like It's like, okay, he's going to be on this side of the field. That side of the field is shut down. We're good over there. All we got to do is worry about the other side of the field, and we're good. So, yeah, no, that's – yes, injuries are part of the game, but that's pretty decimating.
0: Speaking of corners, um, going really kind of deeper into football, Marcus Peters is – we, he's one of the five best corners of football. We're going to miss him, of course. But we, he wasn't the reason, he wasn't the guy we missed the most last night. We missed Jimmy Smith, the third corner, because he's our biggest corner who would have matched up with Darren Waller. Darren Waller treated our cornerbacks like little boys. Like, have you ever seen the Peyton Manning sketch when it's him and all the little kids? Like, it, it's that's what, that's what Darren Waller did to us. But ultimately, we replaced the whole goddamn line, offensive line, because they made Max Crosby look like he was goddamn uh Reggie White. And Lamar, baby, you can't be fumbling like that. Come on, baby. You can't you can't be doing can't be come on, baby, you can't be doing that. Oh <sighs> yeah, boy. I think
1: hurts. we take Lamar for granted sometimes though, man, because he's always running around with his legs and making plays and stuff like that, and they look spectacular and they're gonna be all over Sports Center and whatever. But the fact that he has to always make those spectacular plays with his legs is because he's literally running for his life back there in the pocket.
0: <laughs> this year, for sure, he's had good—he's had—the first year he started, He had a, that was the year he won MVP, and we had a great line. And then my boy Marshall Yonder retired, and we have been trying— Marshall Yonder retired, and because Baltimore is a team that tries to look out for its players, Orlando Brown Jr. asked to be traded because his daddy— his dad's dying wish was that he would play left tackle. We traded him to Kansas City. Both of those guys were the anchors of our line, both gone. And that boy been running for his life ever since.
1: So, so okay. I know it's cu- it's customary for people to be hyperbolic after week one of the NFL season, even though we're going to be at this shit till February. So where are you right now on a scale of 1 to 10? How are you feeling about everything Ravens concerned?
0: 10 being alarmed or 10 being great?
1: Tim mean, being it's all good, one being, oh, shit, maybe we need I'm, to find Harbaugh's replacement.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Coach coach is good because none of this is his fault. He can't help people getting hurt, right? And I don't even think scheme is bad because there were a lot of plays left on the field. But you take out that part of the Harbaugh's going to be gone, I'm at a three. I'm nervous as fuck. Because not not for the future of the – probably 12, 13, 14, we'll be fine. But we got to play Kansas City this week. So it's like, as good as AFC North is, Pittsburgh beat uh, Buffalo, right? Cincinnati somehow happened to find a way to win a game. And y'all went toe-to-toe with, you know, God himself and Patrick Mahomes. If we fall three games behind, we might not make the playoffs. Do you know what I'm saying? So yes, going into week two, I'm nervous as hell because that light-skinned boy going to drop about 50 on us if we keep playing the way we're playing. Uh, but I do think we'll stabilize, we'll get more into it. Um, Tyson Williams had a great game in the first half and then had a fumble and didn't know how to do pass protection. And we had to give the guy who signed we signed on Friday the rest of the, the, rest of the carries. That'll get better. Uh, Mark Andrews had three catches. That will get better. You know what I mean? So, and we got big country Ben Cleveland, who's a rookie, who now has to start because Tyree Phil- Tyre Phillips is gone. For half the season on IR, that'll get better. I think we'll get there. We we'll just have to get, uh, I guess, kind of adjusted to what we have now, and it'll it'll happen. It'll be it'll happen. We'll be fine. But uh, sometimes, man, when you start like the Chargers do, when you start 0 and 4, 0 and 5, don't matter how great you are in the second half of the season, you're too far behind.
1: Even zero two, man. Like I don't, I don't want to give you, you know, cause for panic or anything like that. No, we're even going zero two. It's okay.
0: It's okay. We're going zero to two. It's all good. I n- it,
1: yeah. It's it's happened before. It's happen- I'm sure it's happened numerous times, but it hasn't happened that often. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I mean, I mean, but look where y'all were last season as well. I think you were what seven and six, or might even been under five hundred, and then y'all ran the table, won a playoff game, you know. The, the, the kingdom restored, you know?
0: We wouldn't, yeah, we were we were close to, if, if not right at 500, but we never dipped below that. But again, injuries, COVID, COVID killed us. Remember? Lamar got COVID himself. Mm-hmm. They had to move a fucking game because people kept getting COVID so much. Um, like I said, we'll be fine. The problem is, the AFC North wasn't that good, as good this year as it was last year. It was It wasn't as good last year as it is this year. And then the AFC the AFC West is on point. And then the AFC East. Like, there are nine legit teams on just the three different divisions I mentioned. We ain't talked about the South yet. So, like, there's 11 teams that's going to be vying for set'
1: well, They got to get one. I know how it works. They got to get one. So, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and so... Th- the Titans lost, we, and we're going to do we're gonna do a rundown, a quick rundown of every game, um, 30 seconds or so. We're not going to bloviate too long. But the Titans lost, but they're not going to be like that all year. They ain't had no damn preseason because everybody had COVID. So, like, the Titans going to be fine. I think the Colts are going to be fine. The Texans won. <laughs> what? So, yeah, man, there's a lot of people vying for seven spots, and you don't want to be at the tail end of that.
1: Well, it remains to be seen if the the AFC North is better than it was last year. Because, I mean, on the lowest of keys, I I don't even think it's a low key. I thought the AFC North was the best division in football last year. I mean, you had three teams make the playoffs and two of them won a game. You know what I mean? Easy, Um, easy. We And, you know, the Vikings are a dumpster fire. So I'm not going to jump off any small porches because Cincinnati got a win. Even though I I do believe in Burrow. I I really do. I think he's going to be something. But should have got the tackle. Should have got the tackle in the draft.
0: You say that, but Jamar Chase yeah. acted a plum <laughs> fool
1: on Sunday. He did. So, he did. He did. He did.
0: He um, Let's let's pivot a little a little bit because I know I had to kind of come to the congregation. I know you wanted to come to the congregation because you had a testimony. So uh, I'll give you your your moment because, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else in between, Mister Platt deserves his moment in the sun because he'd been telling us something that nobody wanted to listen to and it has manifested itself
1: by all means. Now, what the Reverend Cash is referring to is Jameis, yes, that Jameis, Winston's five-touchdown performance in a complete whitewashing, molly whopping, ass-kicking of P.C. Tunney's Green Bay Packers, which on the lowest of keys, quiet is kept. This is why this Mellon Farmer didn't want to come on the show today. <laughs> he didn't want to step in front of the congregation on the chicken little side of the game, and you know, attest to his sins or atone for his sins. But, y'all, man, hey, number one, you got to remember, Ray, talking about Jameis, two years ago, this dude threw for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I know everybody got fixated on the turnovers and the interceptions and stuff like that, but you could fix that shit. Hell, Vinny Testaverde fixed that shit <laughs> eventually as he got older in his career. I don't think you throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I just didn't understand in a league that is predicated on a quarterback, in a league that puts so much emphasis on the quarterback being the top spot and the most important position on the field, Why is this dude signing contracts for minimum wage last year and got to pay his own wage to the games? But Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic is on his 37th team and it's only 32 in the league. So you do that math. It just didn't make any sense to me. Everybody was piling on Jameis like this dude just he's just a waste. Plus, he's only been in the league, what, four or five years how many years did it take Rich Gannon to become Rich Gannon MVP? Oakland Raider Rich Gannon. He he was playing for like 26 years before he became an MVP in Oakland. Obviously, I'm I'm being facetious, but you get what sure. I'm saying. Like it sure. it was just way too early to throw this guy away so young in his career, and now he's landed himself in the perfect situation. He's got Sean Payton, an offensive guru. They got a lot of weapons down there in New Orleans. Plus. I think Peyton is probably salivating at the mouth a little bit too, because they get to open back up that playbook and throw passes longer than eight yards. They could throw some air, put some air up under that Mellon Farmer to go with Kamora in that running game. Like this is gonna be a fun team. And I said last week that I thought that these guys were going to make a playoff run. And it's only week one. It's only week one. We know that. But that's a hell of a start. Like this Mellon Farmer on pace to throw what, 96 touchdowns, Ray? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, let's oh, be real. Yeah, 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 you, you know, <laughs> um, being
0: funny, but even Drew Brees said, "Well, I guess it's what they needed, huh?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an, an saying,
1: arm. Who knew a quarterback with an arm? Yeah, what a difference.
0: So, so look. First, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to kind of rain in your parade because there's nothing that you can say I can dispute. I do want to let it be said though, people weren't throwing him away. I think people realized he's still young enough that he needed to sit for a year and see what he was doing wrong. I don't think people said he should be out of the league. Like, he didn't get Kaepernicked. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted him on their squad, but he wasn't a starter. He needed to step, take a step back. Because 30, t- 30 interceptions
1: is like... 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I mean, but, Ray, look at the Mellon Farmers that started NFL games last year. How many of them were legitimately better than Jameis? Maybe 10 to 15? You you could tell me he wasn't starter material last year, man. I understand what you're saying, but.
0: You're right, but it ain't always talent. Like I've told you, I've said on on this show many a time, I will live and die with Alex Smith or uh, Chad Pennington and give me my 15 touchdowns and my five interceptions. He's not going to give the game away. He's going to do everything I need and we'll take care of the rest. Jameis is going to give the game away more often than not for all the talent he has. So that's why him, that last year was genius for him to have the – he he has – and I, I, I don't want to compare guys, especially because they're just two black guys. There's no really comparison between the two. But I wish Cam would have thought about this at the same in the same breath, even though he was MVP. I love that he had the awareness enough to say, you know what, man? Let me take a step back. And let me see what the fuck I'm doing. Let me look at somebody that's done this and can't do it how I do it But see what I'm missing. Let me see the field from the sideline. Because he started from day one. But going back to college, when he won the Heisman Trophy at Florida State, he threw picks. This has been him the entire time he's been a quarterback. He's been turnover prone. But because he had so much talent, it didn't matter. But it came to a point now where someone had to pull him to the side and say, yo, my boy, you got too much talent to be doing doing all this bullshit. And now you see... He seems to be getting it now. And when you can put it all together, I mean, he can be an MVP candidate by the end of the season if he does this. My The best stat for me, of course, no interceptions, but 20 passes. That's all we needed. That's what I want. I don't need you throwing 50 times a game. I don't need 500 yards. I need 60 to 5 to 70% completion percentage and no turnovers. The other shit going to come, bruh. And that's what I think he needed that he realized he needed. And maybe the league kind of forced his hand. But you see Ain't it no coming to fruition.
1: Kinda. Ain't no kind of. I think it is. it was a good thing for him to sit under that Sean Payton learning tree for you. I agree. But it wasn't no kind of forced his hand. Fitzpatrick Ain't gets a starting job every year, man. You telling me he's going to turn down $10, $15 million and go somewhere to start when he's been a starter in his whole career to sit under somebody's learning tree for minimum wage? And got well, to pay for his own flights to the game.
0: Fitzpatrick is 55 years old, you know, and Jameis is 27. And, and so. still
1: starting. He's starting now. Well, I think he got hurt this week, but he got hurt this year.
0: year. But you know what? I'll take Fitzpatrick every every time over, over Jameis. I sure will.
1: Yeah, yeah, for five games a season, they might come at the beginning. They well, may come at the end. Maybe they'll come in the middle. But that's his well, cap right there, man.
0: Well, he didn't ask for how long, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, last, speaking of last year, was a year of humbling. Andy Dalton had to be a leave and go and be a backup in in Dallas. Last year was just that kind of year of you know, man. There's that's so Andy many Dahl's good quarterbacks. Destiny,
1: though, that's his. Well, destiny. you right.
0: You're yeah. you <laughs> right. But he started for a long <laughs> ass time, though. But you're right. He was destined to be a backup. But th- there's so many good quarterbacks coming to the league now. It ain't, you just can't say, man, we'll give you some time. Nah, bro, we got to keep it moving now. And now the Saints are set up for the future. Michael Thomas get back. They good. So um, last thoughts real quick, and let's run down some of these games.
1: Last thoughts, man. What? I, I can't talk no Browns talk here. We talk Packers. We talk Ravens. When, I can talk a little when Browns. When we
0: get to the Browns, you can talk about the Browns. In fact, fuck it. Fine. Talk about the Browns.
1: No, fine, fine. Jameis. I'm happy for you, brother. I'm glad I never threw my stock away. Obviously, it's only one game. It's a long season. We're going to be at this till February. But I feel like y'all going to be playing at least till January, i.e. the playoffs. So, shout out to you. Perfect situation. Sometimes things work out for their best. And, yeah, that's all I got, man. I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I'm, I'm too my horn right now, man. Like, uh, y'all, 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 y'all be trying to play me. I know it's, it's, it's partly gimmick. It's partly shoot, partly worry. Y'all be trying to play me, man. Like, i just be out here on... Cloud 9 out in Mars or some shit like that, man. You
0: earned it with this one. You was the only dude that's still behind him and said he's still a star. I don't think anybody thought he couldn't play no more. But you you believed him. Speaking of guys you think stars, we're going to try to get this rundown and run through some of these games. But I do want to afford you the time to speak about your team. Cleveland played 57 minutes of f- f- amazing football. And then Cleveland had to Cleveland. And I'm not trying to be funny because oh, y'all played Brown, a great Brown. game.
1: No, the Browns-Browns at the end. You know, honestly, Ray, I feel the exact same way coming out of this game that I felt going into this game about this team. If you line the Browns up on both sides of the ball, man for man, they may be the most talented team in football. And I know some people might say Tampa or might throw Tampa out there. Some people might say the Rams. But Cleveland's on that short list, and I don't even think that's refutable. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they Cleveland, the, the the punter. I don't know what the hell. I think that Mellon Farmer thought he was playing rugby again. He just like, hey, hey. Because, you, know I mean? you know, he he comes from a rugby background. I yeah. think he was having rugby flashbacks and stuff, I don't know what that happened. I can't get on Chubb about the fumble, man, because I've seen that man fumble three times his whole career, and two of those were in one game. So that shit happens. Yeah, it hurt, but it happens. This was a mirror image of the last game these two teams played, which was in the playoffs last mm-hmm. season. Cleveland was right there. Shot themselves in the foot. Browns browned. But the difference in this one was with the playoff game, we had Chad Hitty, third and 14. Couldn't get off the field. This time, the defense got the Browns the ball back, courtesy of uh, Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett, creating a Patrick Mahomes sandwich. Baker Mayfield is the question. He's the question. Can he be the guy that steps up and makes the play when the play needs to be made. The jury's still out on it, And I, I know the city of Cleveland, they're 50-50 with him. I, I i don't know if he's that guy. And frankly, I don't think I'm the only one that thinks that. I think there's some people in the front office that have doubts about Baker as well. And the reason I say that is because he ain't got paid yet. He's so on the team... Yeah. Yeah. So on a team that is literally... I don't want to say Super Bowl or bust, but they have Super Bowl aspirations. If you thought you were comfortable and you thought you had the guy to get you to that next level, why wouldn't you lock him up? Josh Allen just got his money. You know what I mean? Lamar finna get his money. There's some shit going on there, but he finna get his money. And I bring those two guys up because I feel like those are Baker's contemporaries. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. They were at least from Lamar's end. Lamar and Baker were drafted the same year, weren't they?
1: Yeah, and then Josh Allen was, what, maybe a year? A year maybe before, two. yeah. Okay, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, they're they're contemporaries, but and they're very similar. They've all had success in the postseason, and now it's time to get to the next level. But that's the big question mark. Is Baker the guy? And I don't know. But, I mean, the bottom line is, man, uh, yeah, they played a perfect half of football. They they just couldn't seal the deal. You said 57 minutes. I probably would have given him 55. But the bottom line is this was a game that they let slip away they know it. Kansas City knows it. Unfortunately, I think we're going to see the Mellon Farmers again come January. But this is a good football team, and they're going to win a lot of football games this year. So, yeah, yeah they're going to be there.
0: My only question is, as, as we move on, my only question is, you can, how long and how many morale moments can you have before you got to start getting it done on the field? Because Cleveland has more great losses than any other team – maybe the chargers and any other team in in football eventually those great losses got to turn into good or even a bad win a wins a win um let's hit this weekend rundown let's run through these games real quick um sunday night football matt stafford showed the world what uh all everybody been saying and that boy came out there and looked like a star quarterback what'd you
1: think exactly and i just feel bad for uh Friend of the show and friend of ours, Mr. P.O.D., having to watch that uh, shitty Bears team for <laughs> the next uh, three or four months. Jesus Christ. Well,
0: Justin Fields getting in and out of the game every now and then is going to make it fun. Justin Fields did get his first touchdown on a quarterback keeper. But the Rams win 34-14. to Teddy Two Gloves and the Broncos beat Danny Dimes and the Giants 27-13. And he looks like he's showing the world and showing Denver Y'all made the right decision picking me over Drew Locke.
1: I agree. Yeah. I don't even think it was much of, the, of a decision. Like, Teddy Two Clubs, he's a uh, – I don't want to say decent because that seems a little degrading, but he's a decent-caliber starting quarterback. Like, yeah. He's a game yeah.
0: manager. He's what you want,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Danny Dimes, it's time to move on. Y'all need to blow that whole shit up. mine can't stay – oh, my God. That's your I'm James. That's Dimes your believer. heel. That's your heel.
0: Danny Dimes heel. has Drew He has two problems. He fumbles, which is just like Jameis throws interceptions, and he ain't got no line. If you get a kid a line, watch him make moves. But, yes, that's my Jameis probably. Um, Just because he's got a
1: cool nickname don't mean (laughs) he (laughs) can play.
0: (laughs) Touche. In the Battle of Alabama Titans, Mac Jones and the Patriots almost got the win, but Tua came through with some Tua time. Dolphins beat the Patriots. Seventeen to sixteen, very good game. The Dolphins might be in it by the end of the season.
1: I think they will be. I mean, Tua didn't. He's another one that's in. He's come, come to the to the Christopher condo, man. Come, we'll rehabilitate you. We'll get you back out there just like we did, Jameis, brother. He didn't. Uh, yeah, he didn't play particularly well, but they pulled it off these two teams are very interesting to me because mm-hmm. I think that they're both going to be good. I don't think that they can both make the playoffs. So this is going to be interesting to see how these two team seasons kind of unwind, you know,
0: agreed completely Tour, get the hip together. All you got to do, call back Prescott and get the bachata. You'll be good. Um, see, I, I, and-
1: I, I, I- I, I stand up for the colored quarterbacks, man. I, I really do. And I, I say colored because I don't know how Tua feels about, you know, he's Samoa. I don't know if he, how he feels about being called black. Some of them get offended when you say that, although you'll meet some of them Usos and they'll let you know the truth that, you know, Samoa <laughs> just means Samo-negroes. So, but either way- <laughs> Words of the bloodline. Quick, yes, but y'all too quick and immediate to throw away these colored quarterbacks, man don't do it. But, and then Fitzmagic magic again, he's on his 40th team and it's only 32 in the league. So yeah, hey, come, come on over to the, the, yeah, go, my baby. Come to the Cranberry condo, man. We're going to rehabilitate. <laughs> you. Okay. Come on to it. You have an open invitation, bro.
0: At least the Dolphins trying to get rid of a colored quarterback for another colored quarterback who just happens to like to mess with women. Um, yeah, speaking of the quarterback,
1: crabs, yeah. in barrel, crabs in a barrel, right? Crabs
0: in a barrel. Speaking of quarterbacks, that like to mess with women. The biggest shock of the day for me, I was at this game. The Houston Texans blew out the Jacksonville Jaguars 37 to 21. Trevor Lawrence looked flustered, looked confused, made great throws, but the Texans punched him in the mouth from the very beginning to the end. 37-21 Texans.
1: My man Herb, about five weeks away from coming down with one of the mysterious illnesses. And then all of a sudden next year, he's the new coach at USC, right? <laughs>
0: He's already had to answer for that. And he said no, but I mean, you know, a no is just a yes in the in the coach's world. So, <laughs> um, Panthers beat the Jets nineteen fourteen in the Sam Darnold fuck you game. By the way, Sam Darnold played just like we expected he would, very well. Nineteen fourteen.
1: Yeah, nobody gives a shit. I mean, you do. You do.
0: I like stories. Sam Darnold playing the Jets who gave up on him and beating the kid that they replaced him with, even though Sam Darnold is like, what, three years younger than that kid? I think that's a very interesting. Shout out to the fact that Christian McCaffrey still is Christian motherfucking McCaffrey. Um, the Chargers beat our good friend, our good friends in Washington. Shout out to the boy Dave Vanguard, 20-16, to 16, Justin Herbert coming through. Shout out to Durbin James doing Durbin James things.
1: Yeah, I'm a Herbert guy, and I'm I'm all in on this Chargers team. I think they're going to make some noise this season. I really do. Washington, you'll be fine because you can defend. You just got to figure out what you're going to do at quarterback. I think Heineken is probably your best bet, especially since Fitzpatrick is hurt. So I guess he's he's your only bet at this point, right? He's on IR. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, Um, IR don't mean what it used to mean. IR used to mean you are done for the year. IR now, the way they flex it, it doesn't necessarily mean that. You could come back at some time.
0: Sure. Well, there's IR that's half season and there's IR that's full season. Absolutely. But I think he's gone because it's a hip issue. And as old as he is, he ain't come back from that.
1: I hope you're you're right, but he'll be back next year on Team 42.
0: Let's go, baby. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Um, Russell Wilson saw Sierra wear that dress to the Met Gala and said, got to get it done, brother. 28-16 Seahawks over the Colts. Uh, I guess the Carson Wentz era isn't starting off like they thought, or is it?
1: Well, it's it's starting off how I thought. Like, this is a team (laughs) that has, you know, talent-wise, they should have Super Bowl aspirations, but uh, old Andy Griffin over there ain't going to get it done for you. Or not Andy Griffin, little Opie Taylor ain't going to get it done for you. And shout-out to Russell Wilson and his, uh, on the Helena Troy side of the game with him and Sierra, right? Hey. Little Greek mythology out there for you. I don't just make jokes, bruh. I love, <laughs> I
0: love it and Russ loved it. By the way, sure shout out shout out to Russ having the best line of the week uh on Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli on the 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 cast they have on ESPN2. Uh he was um I forget man who was he was looking at. It was oh he was they looking were, at Town they, they were
1: looking at C- oh they were looking at Sierra at the Met Gala, wasn't it?
0: Somebody but he said, man, uh I wish I that's the ring I actually wish I, wish I had Talking to, talking about the ring that he lost and Peyton saying, man, well, you got the ring I want. I enjoyed that.
1: Hey, hey man, Sierra's goodies make the boys jump on it or get on it. So, yeah, shout out to Russ. Hey, she's a mother. She doesn't make music like that anymore, sir. Hey, man, she became a mother somehow. There's only one way it's done. There's only Adoption. one way it's done. <laughs> In the... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking thirsty bakers and turkey pasters turkey and condoms, man. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> don't tell the people how to do it. Don't do it. Don't get a game away. And probably the biggest shock of the, of the day, legitimately, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals punched the Titans in the mouth in Nashville, 38-13, to 13, and, man, Nuke is out here trying to show people, DeAndre Hopkins, for those of you who don't know, I'm still the best receiver in the league. Because he is just he-manning, boys. 38-13, Cardinals.
1: You know, uh, Kingsbury, eh. Tannehill, Yeah, I, I kind of feel like it, it's 12 o'clock and Tannehill is Cinderella. And his Cinderella run is been the... he about to turn back into <laughs> the Tannehill pumpkin no. <laughs> here this season. We don't know how much juice Julio J- Jones still has they've been beating Travis Henry to holy hell the past few years. And if it's one thing, the Titans know how to do it's run a quarterback into the ground. Hello, Earl Campbell. Hello, Eddie Jones. That's good. Somebody got to win that division. I'm still betting on the Titans. Um, the thing with Arizona is I love Kyler Murray. He's super exciting, but he's just so goddamn small. So as the season wears on on the Michael Vick side of the game, he's going to start to wear out if they can't protect him and keep him from taking some hits. So, We'll see what they look like come November December.
0: For those of you playing along at home, that is not Travis Henry. That's Derek Henry. That's not quarterback. Whatever. That's running back. <laughs> that is Earl <laughs> Campbell, and that's not Eddie Jones. That's Eddie George, for those of you playing along at home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, fuck, man. They knew what the fuck I was talking about. If they, if, if they tune into this show, they know two things I'm going to do. I'm going to say Mellon Farmer, and I'm going to fuck up some Mellon Farmer's names.
0: If it's if it's one number cool, you had like four in a row that was all screwed up. I had to let the people know. Just in case there was some confusion. <laughs> <laughs> in the beautiful motor city of Detroit, the Lions pulled almost pulled off one of the best comebacks you'll ever see. They were down at one point 31 to 0, I believe. Came back, brought it back, but they still lost. The Niners win 41 to 33. Yeah, uh, what you think about that? Jimmy G started. Trey Lance came in and played a little bit. Is 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 it time?
1: Yeah, I want it to be time, but I mean the Miller ain't played in two years, so it can't possibly be time. The Lions, I'd be surprised if they won four games this year. Jimmy G, he got his resume up on indeed right now in Glass for and LinkedIn. In other words, he's playing. He's playing for the uh, to be the starting quarterback of the Washington football team. Next <laughs> year, OK, that's his destiny. He's, he's playing. The next Yeah. Yeah. he's yeah, he playing for his next job right now. We, we all know it. He he knows it. What you think? He don't know what I'm saying.
0: Boy, <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. We spoke about this a little bit earlier, but the Vikings pulled the most Viking thing. You could expect the Vikings to pull losing in overtime to. Yes. The Cincinnati Bungle. I'm sorry, Cincinnati Bengals. You know we're AFC North heads, so they're the Bungles forever. Shout out to Joe Burrow. You mentioned earlier they should have went to tackle. Well, the guy they went with, Jamar Chase, had a day. 27-24 in overtime.
1: I knew the Vikings were going to struggle this year, but damn, y'all let the Bengals beat y'all. Is y'all might daddy for
0: the record. Is that Paul Brown? So that that yeah. does that play anything any difference?
1: Not really. Okay. It, they, they mix spaghetti and chili, so that doesn't mean anything. Most of the fans have the runs that you know halfway through the game, so they're not even in the stands anymore.
0: Shout out to MJF with the best quote about Cincinnati mid.
1: Touche, touche. But I do love Burrow, and it's good to see him back healthy and, and playing well again.
0: Um, and probably the one of the powerhouse games of the, of the day, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who travel better than any team in football. Went into, went into Buffalo and played a team, the Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia, who went to the AFC Championship game last year and punched them in the mouth. Steelers can't move the ball at all on offense, but that defense is legit. Shut down Josh Allen, shut down the run game, and the Steelers leave Buffalo 23-16. What you think, man? You Do you think the Steelers got a shot?
1: The Steelers always have a shot. I'm not ever going to discredit Mike Tomlin. As long as he's there, they got a shot. The defense is very good. I mean, what, a couple years ago, I watched this guy take Maga Rudolph, and I forgot the other guy that they had starting a few games. Doug that Hodges, year. baby. And they went 500. Like, come on, man. All they need is competent quarterback play, and they're going to be in the mix. Uh, Buffalo, of- don't, don't trip. Y'all will be just fine. Don't trip.
0: They got to get a running game. Josh Allen can't throw the ball 50 times a game they expect to win. But uh, speaking of uh, competent quarterbacks in Pittsburgh, Brian Fitzpatrick, 2022, team number
1: 14. In we, team number 45, yep.
0: <laughs> um, Philadelphia just continues. Shout out Jalen Hurts, because people say the boy can't quarterback, the boy can't play. Jalen Hurts had a great game, reminded the Falcons how terrible they are in Atlanta, in the beautiful Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Eagles 32, Falcons 6. The story's got to be Jalen Hurts.
1: I can't believe I thought Atlanta might do something this year. I don't know why. It just seemed like a good thing to say. Kind of like, you you know, bless you you when, you know, yeah, I guess. I I don't particularly enjoy watching them play. I just thought that somebody got to do better this year. So I thought maybe why not them? You know, Uh, Matt Ryan looked horrible. Um, I actually watched the majority of this game because I do live in Atlanta. So that was the, you know, the game on the early game on Jalen looked good. Granted, they didn't put him in a position to fail. They barely let him throw the ball past seven yards. He did make a couple of plays downfield, but he he looked good. Like, they they kept him in his lane, but he did look good. And I think that was probably one of the more surprising scores of the day. Like, Atlanta yeah. just couldn't get it done whatsoever. So, yeah.
0: Agreed. And very, very nice touchdown to Devontae Smith um, that he threw right in the corner end zone. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a winner. You know, I I don't the the guy I can I can compare him, most people like to compare him a lot to Lamar, but he's a lot like Tim Tebow to me in that he's never going to be great in practice, he's never going to throw the best ball, but the kid finds a way to win every time, and he's a more capable thrower than people give him credit for. So shout out to Jalen Hurts. I hope he continues to succeed. Philly needs it. the 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 uh, NFC East is wide open because. Final game of the week, we didn't talk about the Cowboys played the greatest game they'll ever play and lost in Tampa Bay to the greatest living human alive, Thomas Edward Brady. By the way, he's Thomas Edward Brady from now on. Like, I'm calling, I'm saying all three of his names like a serial killer because, like, the dude just is ridiculous out of this world. I'm watching the game with my grandma and literally at, uh, they, they, scored the t- they scored the field goal, whatever. They're up. It is a minute and a half left. I looked at her and said, Tampa Bay won. They gave him too much time. And that's where we are in this world now. 44-year-old Tom Brady, if you give him a minute and a half, you know the game is won. Final thoughts.
1: He actually looked good in that game, too. Like, I take away that interception at the end of the half. That was a Hail Mary throwaway. That doesn't count. And then the Great other one. Great interception, it, by you know,
0: the way. Great pick.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wish he would have ladder, ladder. I wish he would have threw it back to one of his other teammates to see if they could do something with it. But that's neither here nor there. I
0: wish he would have nailed the damn ball. Go to, go to the damn <laughs> locker room. You're getting the kick in the second half. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Please.
1: No. Um. And then the other one, you know, it fell off the receiver's hands and went to. But yeah, no, he played phenomenal. But shout out to Dak Prescott. That was the revelation for me. He came back. He looked phenomenal, especially against one of the best, if not the best, defense in the league. He looked great. Uh, I'm going to need a little more McCarthy. I, Zeke going to need more than eight carries. I know that it's difficult to run against Tampa, so maybe that was just this game. They knew that they had to throw the ball to win because Tampa's run defense is phenomenal. But you got to find a way to give Zeke more than eight carries. If for no other reason than to keep that clock running and to keep Tampa off the field and maybe get their offense discombobulated. But. Yeah, D- Dallas. This is Dallas. Looks exactly how I thought they were going to look. They're going to score a bunch of points. If they're going to be able to stop people, that remains to be seen.
0: People love to cite Indominus Sue as the reason that that defensive line is great, and by all means, that's right. But Vita Vea had a game. Like Vita Vea was disrupting the hell out of that backfield, and he's a large part of the reason why Zeke did play so so bad. Yeah, you're right. You gotta stick with it, even if you're not getting nothing. You have to stick with it, if for nothing else, to keep the defense honest. And even if they didn't, Dak Prescott showed them boys he's worth all hundred and whatever million he got because he played a game.
1: And shout out to Jason Pierre-Paul, who, if I'm not mistaken, has more Super Bowl rings than fingers. Is that Something true? Something like
0: that? It's close to yeah. it. He
1: yeah, he got two.
0: He got. I believe he got both of them with the uh, with,
1: with the Giants. Yeah,
0: Giants. now he got to the, yeah.
1: So he one one hand he, is full. I think it's three and two. I think it's three and two, man. Like a baseball count. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Full count. Let's go. Full count. Full count. here. <laughs> <Pierre. laughs> Before we get out of here, I do want to touch a little, little on college football. Um, I don't watch enough to really talk about it, but big news this week, USC shit the bed, Clay Helton out of there. Any thoughts on what's happening with that? Do you have any body that you think you can see that might want to take the job right now? The biggest, uh, Everybody's talking about Urban. That's funny. It ain't going to happen. The enemy is a shot, though. What,
1: well, yeah, I could see that. I could see that because clearly, for whatever reason, the NFL doesn't want to give him a shot. So maybe you you hit the back door on the hardball Pete Carroll side of the game, something like that. And then you show your worth and then you're undeniable because SC could still be a power. Like if you visit the campus, all the beautiful women in the beautiful campus, oh, yeah, yeah, it's located smack dab in the hood, but they still have enough cachet, especially, you know, within the last 20 years, like no, no young kid wants to go to Michigan. You know what I mean? But SC has been good in the past 20 years and have won titles and stuff like that. So I, I think that's a, a good job. I think it's kind of stressful. Being me makes sense. I was joking earlier. Yeah, Herb's not taking that. Herb's going to uh, Eastern Michigan or some shit. But uh, <laughs> I don't. I I don't know who you get there, man. I, I really don't. And I was shocked that they got rid of oh boy after two games. You know that was that was shocking. But shout out to Oregon too, who looks really good. I watched them versus Ohio State this weekend. They look really good. They're gonna be tough.
0: Well, no, no disrespect to Oregon, but. Yeah, Ohio State just looks really bad. <laughs> I think
1: that's the difference. Well, 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 two things can be right simultaneously. Right? Yeah, I don't fair think Ohio State's that good this year either. But yeah, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Um, yeah, man, being to me makes a lot of sense. Like you said, if they're not going to give him the job, pull pull a warm moon and show him why. Show him why you were worthy, and he'll make more anyway, probably. In college, and you'll be able to control everything you want to control. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. Um, a lot of the times, jobs that big will be somebody who's already got a job. So, I mean, is there anybody you see that's already got a job that might want to move?
1: No. I'm thinking of guys that have jobs, and I'm also trying to wreck my brain and thinking, okay, who's an alum? Lane that's Kiffin? in the coaching. Well, we, we've been there before. We can't go back.
0: Well, you're right. But, again, Lane <laughs>
1: Kiffin.
0: And I know, I know how we feel about homeboy. I know how you feel. Elaine Kiffin gets results, dog. I'm just saying.
1: All right, well fuck it then. Let's just go get Bobby Petrino then. Fuck it, okay? Well <laughs> if we just worried about there's,
0: results. <laughs> there's a bit there's a bit of a difference between Petrino <laughs> and Elaine Kiffin. We're not gonna talk about that on the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I still think that's one of the Five best and worst jobs in college football. So I'm sure they'll get somebody. They'll get somebody. Well, obviously they'll get somebody, but you know what I mean. They'll get somebody of some note. I mean,
0: I agree with you, man. And I, my heart says one of the five best jobs in football, but in reality, the five best jobs in football are all in the SEC. And I, I hate saying that, but at this point,
1: I, see, I can't even go there because the the expectations. Like I don't well, think I don't I don't think Nick Saban necessarily has fun at Alabama.
0: Well, okay, see, so we're, we're talking different things here because no when I think of best job, I, fun is not one of them. When I think of best job, I think most money, best opportunity to win, and best opportunity to get uh, talent, right? So n- there's no job better than Alabama right now. If, if, if Saban left, that's the biggest job. NFL coach is going to go. LSU is always a great, a great uh, place to recruit. Florida, Georgia. Like there's so many great because of so much talent down here in the South, Ohio State's definitely up there. I think if you're gonna extend all the SEC, yeah, UCL. I mean USC maybe, but Stanford is a bigger. is getting better recruits right now, and Oregon is right down the street from Nike. They getting better recruits right now. I just USC is a great a great school, but I don't think they are what they used to be. They're this is not Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush. This isn't even John David Booty, USC anymore. Like we've we're it's been a few years since they've been like a powerhouse. So well when
1: I when I say fun though, I mean see what happens down there in Tuscaloosa if Nick Saban has two or three consecutive years where they don't make the college football playoff they're gonna run his ass out of town. That's what I mean by fun. I'm not talking about like quality of life or, oh, I get to go fishing and stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the pressure. That's why I say I think SC is one of the top five and top worst jobs because the expectations are gonna be That's high. Fair. But you're in a position where you can build something there. You They still do have some cachet. And sure. you can lure some quality talent out there and build that thing into a winner. You know what I mean? But dealing with the alum and the boosters yeah. and all of that shit, yeah, that that's just stressful, man. Nobody want to do all of that. That's a lot.
0: You're right, man. You're right. Uh, but they're they're gonna get somebody. They're gonna get a good hire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, 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 that 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 conference has long belonged to Stanford and, and uh, Oregon. So we'll see. We're gonna take a break. We talked enough football for for a whole damn week. We got a little basketball to talk about. We have some possible trades, and I have a surprise question that I read today that I want to pose to my brother, Mister Platt, and see what he says. So we'll be right back. This three man weave. You want to hit him with the commercial? or You want me to hit it?
1: Go for it, man. If you don't mind.
0: <clears throat>
1: well, I
0: want all you mellow farmers. If you're, if you will to go to proresentees.com slash the chair shot. Why the chair shot, you ask? Because you're smarter than the average fan. We have wonderful. wonder... I'm trying to do all the platisms. I'm trying to get them all in. I
1: I know. Just do you, man. You (laughs) were doing good until you fucked your shit off. Just do you. What do you want to tell the people?
0: Go to proresentees.com slash the chair shot. We got all different types of fantastic, wonderful merchandise for you that you can buy that can be nice on your skins and on your body. You'll enjoy. We have a, a, a plethora of fantastic uh, slogans and whatnot. Jesus did the job, hashtag journalism, Baron Corbin sucks, the original Corona shirt, the beer, not the virus. All of them. Check your boys out. Everything that you do on ProSTs.com helps us continue to bring great products and great content to you weekly, daily, hourly and so on and so forth. ProWrestingTees.com, such slash the chair shot. Thank you and please, please and thank you. And some other platisms and so on and so forth. And shalom.
1: That was excellent, by the way. I do have to let the people know, 30% of that Baron Corbin sucks t-shirt goes to the actual Baron Corbin. So he can maintain his lifestyle to make sure that his wives and kids don't leave him anymore. So he can go get his repossessed Bentley from Shinsuke Nagamore, still have his T-bone and filet mignon steaks, and keep his hair cut and go to the dry cleaner, so he ain't got to walk around with stains on his goddamn shirt all the time. So not only are you going to be supporting the movement known as the Chairshot.com, you are also going to be giving to charity and supporting a good cause, which is because I'm tired of seeing Baron Corbin with that shabby ass haircut.
0: By the way, before we go to commercial, the greatest line David W. has written in a long time was Baron Corbin holding the kettle SpaghettiOs and banging it on the curb.
1: bro uh, since you brought it up man do you remember the Smackdown episode when he was begging Kevin Owens for money he finally gave him the money then he got shot in the balls by the Shotzi Blackheart cannon and Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler came and stashed his money
0: (laughs) money. (laughs) we'll be right back Sierra Hotel, India. Echo Lima, Lima Delta Shield. Hey folks, listen up. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save ten percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code chair shot to save 10 that's angrylemonade.net pins stickers illustrations angrylemonade.net this is my yard now this is your boy Kenny killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com bringing you breaking news interviews podcasts galore everything pro wrestling make sure
1: you check it out thechairshot.com
0: Mid August, so not a whole lot of NBA news, but one major NBA uh, story of note that I thought was uh, important enough that we need to talk about. The uh, Houston Rockets have made an agreement with John Wall that he will no longer be playing for the team, and he may be there through training camp, but he will not play any games with the team and will be traded. And uh, the reason he's going to be traded is because the Rockets have doubled down and want to move forward with, shout out to Steven Silas, the coach, with the young boys, Kevin Porter, and Jalen Green, the number two pick in the draft, which I think is a fantastic uh, young backcourt to move forward for the future. Now, two things. Number one, John Wall just left his D.C. where he's a legend out there. His his number will be Put in the rafters, and to be traded there for uh, Russell Westbrook.
1: I, I was gonna say Russell Wilson just to be funny.
0: Well, no, you wouldn't be funny. You're probably being serious. <laughs> I, I,
1: I do, yeah, I do mix them up from time to time. But
0: that's yeah. right. I understand. Yeah. Shout out to Russell Westbrook in his dress, by the way. Uh,
1: <laughs> just gonna mute the mic. Mute the mic. i the
0: I've, yep. I've, talk about popping you talk about popping your co-host um but yeah so that's number that's interesting of note that he just got there and now he's gone second interesting of note there's a young man in Philadelphia who's trying to be gone could this be the move John Wall picks and maybe you throw in a young kid for Ben Simmons
1: This reminds me that Ben Simmons situation. Family, y'all will understand this analogy. You got that one family member. Perhaps it's a cousin. Perhaps it's an uncle. Maybe it's a sibling. Whatever the case may be, they just can't get right, and somehow, some way, they end up coming to stay with you, and it's all good for a little bit. You know, they're they're cleaning up behind themselves. They'll do the dishes every now and again. They'll take your car to go get washed. They'll take out the trash. Maybe they'll cook some Sunday dinner for you and stuff like that. But then after a little bit, they start leaving their drawers in the bathroom. They start smoking weed in your house. I'm not against smoking weed that just don't do it in the house. Don't don't smoke in the house. I don't like that. You know, maybe they have their girlfriend over and she be staying over or boyfriend, whatever. And they be staying over a little bit too long, using up all your toilet paper, using the good shampoo, you know, the the one that you pay like 15 bucks for. This is obvious specific. <laughs> I'm, I'm painting a picture. Oh, gotcha. And then all of a sudden they get a job. You're getting on their nerves. They're getting on your nerves. Y'all know that this is not permanent. It's just not going to last. They eat the big piece of chicken. They start getting a job. They start making a little bit of money. They start saving a little bit of money because they're not paying, you no rent, obviously, or chipping in on any of the goddamn bills. And they start saving up a little bit of money. And then you're thinking, OK, cool. They're about to move out. They tell you, hey, I'm finna move out. And then they do some bullshit and they lose their job. And now you staring at them. They staring at you. You don't want them there. They don't want to be there, but they have no place else to go. That's Ben Simmons in Philly, ladies and gentlemen.
0: That's also cousin that's also cousin Paul in <laughs> <at> Chris's house. <laughs> no, that no, that's a very astute, also oddly specific, uh assertion. Uh and uh, you're right. Like they don't want him there. he doesn't want to be there, but they can't get rid of each other yet. So, but we we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we talked about uh my good friend Mr. Platt's uh Rolodex of uh, oh here you Adrian wojanowski esque contacts here you go. <laughs> but it is legitimate. It's a legitimate question. Ben Simmons can't be there no more. They will not just buy him out. They'd be stupid to do that. They're not gonna trade him for less than he's worth. They'd be stupid to do that too. But they're asking for the King's ransom, right? They're asking for, you know, they're asking for the for the Blarney Stone and the King's diamond. And they want Big Ben, you know what I'm saying? And Westminster Abbey. Like, you want it all. You can't get it all. But money got a match. Ben Simmons make about the same as John Wall. It's funny because the Rockets could have had Ben Simmons when he was still, before he was a pariah. When the James Harden held him for hostage, because that they wanted straight up Harden for Ben Simmons. I don't know, man. Like John Wall's nice, but John Wall ain't no damn James Harden.
1: No, and I mean it makes sense for both teams. It really does. I have another oddly specific analogy to explain this situation oh, as well. If if do you don't tell. mind. Uh, full disclosure, this was years and years before I met my beautiful queen that I've been happy with and settled down with for the longest. I'm, I'm washed life and, you know, I embrace it many years before that. I was seeing this young lady. I went over to her house one day and I brought my DVD player and three DVDs. And we were just, you know, hanging out, whatever, whatever. So time goes on. Uh, the young lady and I, we fall out. We're not seeing each other anymore. You know, just the relationship ran its course, whatever, whatever. I show up over there one night, not for her. I just want my DVD player and my three DVDs back. That's all. It's like, well, let me just come in right quick and grab my DVD and my DVD players. No. Okay, well, could you bring them out to me? I don't have them. Yeah, you do. I left them here. No, I don't. Now, with, with the, the, the benefit of hindsight and, you know, the player that I am, I understand now she probably had another dude over there. That's why I couldn't come in and give my shit. But uh, <laughs> they was probably watching my shit. Hey, bruh, hope you enjoyed any given Sunday. The director's cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> quality, quality visuals, there. quality visuals.
1: Yeah. But I feel like that's what's happening here. If. Philly and Houston are trying to make a deal because you got two exes that didn't split on the best of terms trying to come together and figure some shit out. Plus, you know, Houston wants picks, you know, Daryl going to want picks. I don't see in what universe, while it makes sense for both of them, I don't see in what universe they could actually make that happen where both teams feel fulfilled and satisfied.
0: I don't see it happening either unless you give Christian Wood away, and Christian Wood legitimately can be
1: a all-star. There's no way in hell you can give them Christian Wood. Plus, I don't think him and Embiid could necessarily play well together.
0: Well, they could. I don't think so either, but my my thought process is this. Uh, ben Simmons coming to the coming to the Rockets, if they happen, he's got to play four because Kevin Porter is your one, Jalen Green is your two. Ben Simmons is going to have to play on the wing or play four. And we know Ben Simmons was drafted as a power forward. That just was made a point guard and he'd be a great power he'd, he's his best future for his career is being more athletic more talented Draymond Green wow doubles, are you if serious he, if he doubles down on that he could be hall of fame level because yeah, being yeah, the be- he, you really not here for my
1: man Benjamin
0: at all well no i i just don't think you you appreciate the the accoutrements that Draymond Green brings to the table I, Draymond Green is one of the most important. I'm, I, this, this maybe this is the most controversial thing said on the podcast, but I don't give a fuck. Draymond Green is one of the most important basketball players in the ba- in the history of basketball because I think what he did, what he brings to a team, what he brings to a basketball court, is Dennis Rodman esque. If Dennis Rodman could pass the ball, and Dennis Rodman could control it, control the offense, he controls the offense in every single way. And he controls the defense. Oh, and by the way, he's the best defensive player on the court every almost every night. It's amazing what this dude does. He's literally a coach on the floor. On the floor, no, that was, no offensive talent whatsoever <laughs> at all.
1: That wasn't a shot to Draymond Green at all. I think Draymond Green is a future Hall of Famer, and I think he he got blessed because he went to, to maximize and his. But no, he's yeah, he's the straw. He's the glue. There, there yeah. is no Golden State Dynasty without Draymond Green. I'm not shitting on Draymond whatsoever. I just... And, and Ben, all right, man. This is the Apparently, this is the theme of the show, okay? Ben, I got a room for you here, too, man, at the Cranbro <laughs> Condo, man. I'm not throwing Ben Simmons away. This kid is, what, 24, 25 years old? I think that his ceiling, talent-wise... He's got the talent to be the best player in the league. I think that he is that talented. He got the yips right now. He got some shit he got to work out. By the way, Ben, I am a certified life coach. I can help you through this, okay? We can work this out. Just come on over to the Cranber Condo, and we'll talk. Let's just have a conversation, man. I'm not throwing him away either, man. He's way too young. He's, what, 24, 25? I'm not throwing him away. I just think that his ceiling is higher than you slated him at. That's all.
0: Okay. Let's 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 see that okay. In college, one year at one year I, I at LSU. Race checking
1: his age right now.
0: No no no. Mm-hmm. One year at one year at LSU in the SEC. I dare you to tell LSU. me any team. I well, on. home. Just let me let me let me okay. set the scene because okay. you're gonna okay. understand where I'm All going right. with this. Okay. If there's I, nobody can tell me any SEC team worth a damn except for Kentucky, right? And maybe two years of Florida. Well, that's SEC- different though.
1: That's sure. different though, because his then, his dad had a relationship with the assistant coach. That's how they got him to LSU.
0: No, right, right. You you're see my point. In the SEC, where there is no legitimate competition whatsoever. Okay. 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 He averaged 19 points a game. It's good for college.
1: How's that no, not good for college?
0: That's terrible for college because boys in college regularly average. If you're a superstar, more than that. Ben Simmons could not do
1: that. Ben Simmons. How much did- how much did Zion average in, in college? I'm yeah. not saying he's Zion. I'm just saying no, 19 points a game for college. That's, the you know, depending on the scheme you're playing and whatnot, that's not horrible.
0: You're right. I also would like to note, and I'm not trying to stick up for my point, but Zion also played with two other top 10 picks for the
1: record. Yeah, that's why so. they made the tournament. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and yes, you did
0: it. <laughs> you know, what's so common, what's, what's common ain't always so common. Um, you just called myself.
1: me an idiot, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you said oh, I ain't got no common sense. Zion averaged
0: 22. 22.
1: Okay, so three points. He hit one more three.
0: Wasn't no threes, homie, but Okay. <laughs> This one of them must make threes. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, at a certain point, you are who you are. I, I'm not doubting you can't get better. Here, the shooting will go away. Markel Fultz can shoot now, right? The shooting yips will go away because it is 100% the yips. My point is, you are who you are, and you're not often going to get better at something you were never good at in the first place. Dwight Howard's not going to become a three-point shooter. It's not going to happen. Right, He tried. But what he, you that? You he, what? tried. he did. <laughs> but you can't get better at the things you already had talent at. Ben Simmons is one of the most talented basketball players in this league. But an offensive player, he is not. He's a fantastic offensive mind. He knows people should go. He can pass the ball fantastically. He is dynamic when he is driving to the basket, LeBron-esque. But he's not going to be a shooter. He's not going to be a guy who's going to be trusted to get 25. He can't do that. And that is no slight. Because there's only... 10, 20 people in the league that can get you 25 on a regular basis. But if you say go out and be the best defensive player in the league and go out and and you're entrusted to run the team the way you want, think about it. Jalen Green, Kevin Porter, they want to get 30. Kids, Ben's going to get 10 assists off the GP, right? Off the rip. So being Draymond Green, and, and by the way, Draymond can't score anymore. He doesn't even try Ben can get 15 points easy, right? That's not hard for him if he actually decides to shoot the fucking ball. So, I like, I think we're talking about put Michael, if you mix Michael Cooper with Jason Kidd and Rudy Gobert, that's what Ben Simmons can be.
1: Aha, I got you there. I got you there. Jason Kidd couldn't shoot for the first 12 years, his first 12 years in the league. You're right. Ace and Kidd, because he ain't got no J. Yeah, and he wasn't 6'10",
0: neither. Well, which it makes it easier for him, because the shorter you are, <laughs> the
1: easier it is to shoot. I'm but just keep saying, cooking, Ben, keep Ben, Ben, just, hey, man, come on down here to the ATL. Come on down to the Cranber Condo. Prayerfully, in a few years, it'll be the Cranber Compound. That's my goal. I want. I literally want to have a compound. April yeah, I want to have, yeah, I want to have a bunch of land where family can come out and come in and whatever, whatever they can stay for a little bit. But we gotta don't have to be on top of each other, and then we can go to our respective corners or whatever. But come on down to the Cranbrook condo, okay? We will rehabilitate you. I don't know what they eat in Australia. I don't know how to cook uh, kangaroo, We're but sorry, I'm pretty sure I can learn
0: he here. I'm pretty
1: sure I could learn. Uh, I would probably marinate it in some apple cider vinegar to make sure the meat's tender before I threw it on the grill or in the air fryer. I could figure it out. Come on down, man. I got a hoop right around the corner. Let's talk. We'll talk. We'll get you together, man. Come on down. You see what we did with Jameis, right? We're, We're currently working on Tua, David, or David Tua, Jesus Christ. We're currently working on Tua right now. We're getting him back together. We specialize in results, Benjamin. Come on down, man. Come on down. We got you. I got you. I will put my arms around you, give you one of them big manly hugs. I don't know how you feel. Are you a a shaking hug guy or are you a we slap hands and then we hug guy? I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm here for you. I'm not giving up on you. I believe in you. I believe in you. You will be a top 10 player in this league. You need to change of scenery. Come on down here. Kick back. My mom ain't here now, so we got a whole-ass queen bed for you. It's probably not going to be big enough, but I will. we'll figure something out. Just come on down to the Cranberry condo. We're going to rehabilitate you, man, and we're going to get you back out here right. I believe in you, Benjamin. I believe in you. I don't know if anybody ever told you that besides your mom and your daddy and that— oddly cute sister that you have because i watched your documentary that's why i like you so much i believe in you i believe in you i
0: conjecture here i don't know this for a fact so i'm just on a whim but i venture to guess that the reason he's having problems doesn't stem from the fact that people didn't tell him they that they love him i'm pretty sure it's quite the opposite they probably told him a little too much.
1: That we Okay, are. well, then he needs a kick in the ass. Well, come on down, Benjamin. I will be that kick in the ass that you need. I will put my foot so far up your ass, you will be digesting and regurgitating my shoelaces. Whatever you need, Ben, I got you. I believe in you. You're going to be just fine. Come on down to the Grand Bacondo. Go holler at Jameis, famous Jameis, famous Amos Jameis. Go holler at him and see how we've turned his entire life around, okay? We specialize in results.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, that's Chris Platt. <laughs> uh, I I had other topics. I can't follow that. We're just going to take a break and we're going to come back and end the show talking some baseball. Uh, it actually, this is going to be a good one. Uh, so, yeah, uh, keep it, keep it, keep it locked.
1: Welcome back to Three Man Weave, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt, joined by the Reverend Ray Cash, and Tony is on assignment, Simon, Simon, Simon. make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees, tees, forward slash the chair shot, and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt.
0: Well, just a bit outside, we're gonna, uh, shout out to Harry Carey. Um, so... When I, when, I, when I try to think of any topics I want to bring for three-man weave, I look to the goats, right? I look to the around the horns, the pardon interruptions, and the debate shows of the day to see, is there anything that catches my eye? One thing caught my eye of late, and uh, it is a baseball topic, and I want to speak more baseball because we're getting to the nitty-gritty, and baseball has been great this year by and large, right? I think so many of us just willingly gave Shohei Otani the MVP award for the American League. I mean, my man is one of the best pitchers in the in the league. Um I think he has if not the most the second most wins. Uh he's killing it in in, in terms of his batting average and his home runs and whatnot. But uh Mr. Platt, we forgot a major player. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is killing it with the uh with the Toronto Blue Jays and I believe they're number they're the number one in the league, whereas the uh Angels are, as they often are, middle of the road, if not bad. I want to give you some stats. Now, granted, Shohei and what he's doing on the on the hill and behind the plate, unprecedented. This year, Shohei as a pitcher is nine and two with three point three six ERA, one hundred and thirty six strikeouts. And he's also hitting 257 with 44 home runs and 94 RBIs. And actually, 23 stolen bases, which is crazy to me. But Vlad McGrero is hitting 317, number one in baseball, number one in AL, 45 home runs, number one in the AL, and 103 RBIs, which I believe is number three or four in the AL. I think it's a competition now. And I understand this is it, it, it goes down to that age old argument. Best player in the league or the best player on the best team? Where do you where do you stand? Are you rocking with Vladdy, Vladdy Jr. Or are you rocking with Showtime Otani?
1: You know, Ray, if you would have asked me this question two months ago. Maybe even a month and a half ago, I would have told you you were smoking crack. Like I would have told you to put the pipe down. Of course, it's got to be Otami at that point. Like seriously, Agreed. like he's reinvigorated baseball and the shit that he's doing. We haven't seen this done since what Babe Ruth. And I don't Literally. even know if Babe and I don't even know if Babe Ruth pitched and hit simultaneously. You know what I mean? But I mean, like you said, Angels they're the middle of the pack. The Blue Jays, number one, that lineup is super scary. I wouldn't want to see them in the postseason, and they're going to make the postseason. Like them and the Yankees have a super scary lineup as well. <sighs> it's a race now, and you know the the cool thing about baseball is sometimes they'll reward individual effort or individual excellence, even if the team isn't going that well. You don't often, you never see it in the NFL. You rarely see it in the NBA as well this is tough because at this point in time i'm leaning towards vladdy jr as you put him in the in the in in the lineup And, and shout out to his dad too that motherfucker was a beast man like there was no pitch he couldn't hit literally there was not a single pitch that he couldn't hit but um i'm leaning towards vlad right now because his team is doing better he's taking the league in home runs he's batting a little bit better he's got a little bit higher batting average and now, I think the American thing is going to come into play here, too, which is ironic.
0: Ooh, because Vladdy ain't American.
1: But he speaks English a little better than uh, that's better, uh, better than better than. Oh, Tommy lets you know that he speaks English. It's not that, and, you know,
0: and we know his dad. His dad is a beloved figure in baseball lore. So,
1: yes. Yeah. One of the greatest hitters I ever saw play. Seriously, like this melon farmer. Go back and play uh, MLB the show. When Vladimir was on there, so if you you know the game, so for those of you oh, that yeah. never played the game, like they literally as they're pitching you, they have the strike zone up, so it shows you the hot zones, i.e., where the hitter is most likely to make contact and do some damage with it, and the cold zones. Mm-hmm. I don't think this mother Farm. I think him and Barry Bonds they all didn't really, have bro. no cold zones. Yeah, it was all, all red. red. <laughs> my boy wasn't. My
0: boy wasn't wasn't swinging a bat. My boy was playing cricket. My boy yeah. was hitting that bad boy down. I'm um, like l- almost l- below the knees.
1: Nothing, dead center. Really, I I saw this dude's father take a slider. It was literally in the dirt and take it 350 yards or 350 uh whatever the fuck they call them feet mm-hmm. and a home run. Like he was mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. But I, I, I it sucks because I feel like this season is going to be remembered as the year of Otami, and I think that he does deserve the MVP, but. I, I could see them I could see the baseball riders sliding siding rather with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His team's doing better. The numbers are comparable. And he's going to make the postseason, which we we can't say that about Otami.
0: Let me give some spe- some specific numbers for those of you listening. Toronto right now is second in the AL East with 80 they're 82 and 64. And by the way, Tampa Bay is above them and they're the best team in baseball. So this is like they're not like they're just languishing. They're the they're if you if you were to line them up in order, Toronto's the the fourth best team in baseball right now. So, and the Angels are seventy and seventy four. Some more specific numbers again: Vlad Guerrero is third in the league in batting average at three seventeen. Number one is Starling Marte, Starling Marte with three twenty two. He's number one in home runs with forty five. He's number he's he's tied at number three with RBIs one hundred three. Number 1 is Salvador Perez in Kansas City with 109. And he's number one in hits with 173. He is by far killing it and very well may win the triple crown. And you know how baseball is about stats and triple crown winners. Now, I firmly believe that in a team sport, you can't be the MVP of your league and can't and your team is bad. Because that means that your your greatness is not attributing to Success, right? Except for baseball. Because in baseball, one player does not affect the team like it does in soccer or baseball or basketball or football or hockey or any of these other sports. In baseball, Mike Trout statistically is the greatest player we've ever seen in our lives. And I don't think he's ever been to the postseason. So it's like, does it really matter? Can you go colon VP? Is it possible? Can you do that? Can you do that? I don't know who I picked, dog, because Shohei is not going to win the the, the Cy Young anymore because Boyd's got 16, 17 wins. He's at nine. So that's done. you got to reward the kid some kind of way. But Vladdy's having a a year. I don't know. And I I know there's a cop out. I don't know.
1: No, I feel you, man. Hell, I don't even know what makes a good baseball team. I really don't. And, and you know, if you ask people, they'll say, oh, well, well you need pitching and and, and yeah. clutching. No shit, Sherlock. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though, it, it, because you look at some of these teams on paper and you'll say, well, they should be killing it. And then you'll look at some of these other teams you're saying how... Like like when the years where, you know, in the in the aughts where San Francisco and the Cardinals were alternating World Series titles, and you're looking mm-hmm. at these teams like how the hell are they doing this? I have no idea. I have no idea what a what a good baseball team is.
0: I think there are three things that matter for a good baseball team. Now, this doesn't mean you're gonna win the World Series, but you have to have two or three top-level starters that can get at least six innings into the game. That I know that sounds simple, but that's not easy. You got to have a very, very solid bullpen. And I don't mean like one or two guys. I'm talking about a, a great closer, two or three great middle relievers, two or three great setup guys, a fantastic bullpen. You have to have a good bullpen now. And you ain't got to have guys that can hit home runs, but you have to get motherfuckers that can get on base. I think those are the three. And so, again, sounds simple as hell. Everybody can't do it.
1: And the Indians had all of that. Not this year, but they had all of that. They had a a quality starting five. They had about two or three guys. Hell, I think uh, Kluber, well, not last year, but he won the the Heisman. Jesus Christ. He won the size young a couple years ago for Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, but the the bullpen was... The bullpen was phenomenal. If you got yep. to the seventh, they were good. We had Frankie Lindor that they just traded because they didn't want to pay him a zillion dollars, and uh, Ramirez who was the MVP candidate last year. And but the Indians the could World make Series. it out. We not since fucking 2016, man. It's 2021.
0: It's five years ago. You act like yeah, that's five you know years know last, ago. You know the last time the lost. Diamondbacks did the World Series and one towers fell and one the last time we got to one in general and was one. when the tower, okay, sure, but <laughs> yeah. I'd like to get there. Can we get there? Shout out to Corey Kluber, by the way. Who, by the way, speaking of getting into the innings, if he if he came out after the eighth, if he came out before the eighth inning, he's pissed. That boy went deep in
1: game. Shout out to Corey Kluber. There's a joke in there, but I, I there's no way in hell I could say that. I'll just say hey. Google Corey Kluber and Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Thank you for saving that for us, sir. (laughs) Uh, Because that could have been quite dangerous. Uh, Let's get out of here real quick, man. Uh, Let's preview the game for tonight because, you know, this comes out on Thursday. Uh, So I believe we have the Giants and the football team. Danny Dimes and and Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Hey, yeah, enjoy, start, enjoy them checks, Amazon. <laughs> we surely put our best foot forward on this one, didn't we, folks? Yep. Okay. Chase Young, Danny Dimes should be fun to watch, right?
1: Yeah, that shit could turn into a reverse Thiesman if we're not careful. Not putting Why you that on go there, because <laughs> it's funny. Right. It was funny. I, I'm not wishing harm on any player, oh, but that shit was God. funny. Okay. Chris give me
0: give me a prediction and give me a score right now uh, right now the spread is, is it is literally as pick' em as it gets Washington minus three so you know what that means in Vegas you get three points for being at home that means they ain't got no idea who's gonna win
1: this damn game and 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 Washington's at home yes yeah yes. you get three yeah so they yeah you yeah you heard what Ray said um this shit is gonna be ugly as work shoes on a Tuesday. Because, you know, Tuesday is the only day that people work. I'm going to go Washington football team just because I, I trust their defense more than I trust any either one of these quarterbacks. So I'm going to say Washington football team, if I got to give a score, 17 to 6, some shit like that. Like, I don't even think, like, y'all going to turn halfway through this game. Like, y'all going to turn away from the game at halftime and forget there's a game on and start watching Dark Side of the Ring or some shit. So, yeah, say I say mean, Washington football them. team.
0: I don't know, what's that to watch on Thursdays?
1: Dark Side of the Rings season premieres Thursday, I believe. Or it's tonight, <laughs> I believe. It's, really? I think so. Playing right from Hell. Nah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to catch that. Yeah, it. <laughs> gonna catch it yeah, yeah. I'm going to catch that. There's always a couple of my catch every year. Yes, I'm going yeah. to catch that. Yeah. Um, what, what say you, though, man? What you think?
0: I'm a believer in Dan Dimes, man. And Saquon got to go off eventually, dog. So he got yeah. to. This may not be the game. Go off the team. <laughs> Washington has great ends, but their defensive tackles are a little suspect. And because their ends are so good, I think that we we think the whole line is great. I think Saquon can get in between the in between the tackles and maybe have a good game. I'm going to go Giants thirteen ten.
1: Good point, and you you both you two think this is going to be bowl, bowl and shoot ugly.
0: Oh, it's defense on defense, and one
1: team ain't got none. So there you go. <laughs> Shout out to Heineken. See if he can bring out some more of that uh, that magic.
0: Hey, the kid looked really good last year. Uh, He's not ready to start, but I think he has some talent that he can maybe be. Maybe he can be that guy for the next six, seven years till you draft a superstar. I don't know. The kid got talent. Um, But, hey, we've been on here way too long. So I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, For the Commissioner PC Tunney, who you can find at PC Tunney. And you know you can find your boy at It's Ray Cash. That's R-E-Y as and Mysterio. C-A-S-H as in dollars. You can find the show at 3 underscore man weave. Holler at us. Tweet us. We will treat you back. I promise you we will. I know we will because y'all don't tweet us anyway. So the second y'all do, we're going to tweet you back. Uh, but as always, I'm going to cede the floor to my um, wonderful, loving, light-skinned brother, Mr. Chris Platt. And let him finish the show out. The way it's supposed to be finished.
1: Well, hell, man, they didn't know I was light skinned. I I sound like some big, very white looking melan farmer. You have to tell them I look like Drake.
0: You, Yo, pic- you use your your pictures all over the internet, sir.
1: Oh yeah. Anywho, you can find me on Twitter at The Real C Plant. But more <laughs> importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shot, make sure we're able to keep providing that content day in and day out here at The Chair Shot by supporting the movement and going to prorestanties.com forward slash The Chair and picking out an official Chair Shot t shirt. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. Also, make sure you tune into many of the other great shows we have here on The Chair Shot. Pot is war. We'll be back here momentarily. The Greg DeMarco show. Bandwagon Nerves. That's the best show you're not listening to. So make sure you go and check that out. Everything Mag's got going on, the Miranda show. I know I missed some. If I missed you, please bl- bl- blame it on the brain, not the heart. You heard me call Eddie George Eddie Jones. Y'all already know what it is. It's all love. Just tune in to Chair Shot. Go to pro wrestling Go. Go to com forward slash chairshot, but also go to thechairshot.com. Look at the podcast. You're going to find something you love. They're all great shows, and we're really trying to do something to make this thing happen for you, the listener. Again, shout out to PC Tunney. Couldn't be here this week. Shout out to my brother Ray Cash. For both of those gentlemen, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes Christopher Platt. We'll see you back here on Three Man Weave next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Woo we're gonna end like that for real couldn't help myself i'm cutting that shit out shalom um hey welcome back to three-man weave ladies and gentlemen i'm mr velvet pipes christopher platt joined by the reverend ray cash and tunny is on assignment Simon, Simon, Simon. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com tease, forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt.
0: Well, just a bit outside. We're going to uh, shout out to Harry Carey. Um, so, when I when I, when I I try to think of any topics I want to bring for three-man weave, I look to the goats, right? I look to the around the horns, the pardon interruptions, and the debate shows of the day to see, is there anything that catches my eye? One thing caught my eye of late, and uh, it is a baseball topic, and I want to speak more baseball because we're getting to the nitty-gritty, and baseball has been great this year by and large, right? I think so many of us just willingly gave Shohei Otani the MVP award for the American League. I mean, my man is one of the best pitchers in the, in the league. Um, I think he has, if not the most, the second most wins. Uh, he's killing it in, in, in terms of his batting average and his home runs and whatnot. But, uh, Mr. Platt, we forgot a major player. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is killing it with the uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays, and I believe they're, number, they're the number one in the league, whereas the uh, Angels are, as they often are, middle of the road if not bad. I want to give you some stats. Now granted, Shohei and what he's doing on the on the hill and behind the plate, unprecedented. This year, Shohei as a pitcher is nine and two with three point three six ERA, 136 strikeouts. And he's also hitting two fifty seven with forty four home runs and ninety four RBIs. And actually, 23 stolen bases, which is crazy to me. But Vlad McGrero is hitting 317, number one in baseball, number one in the AL. 45 home runs, number one in the AL. And 103 RBIs, which I believe is number three or four in the AL. I think it's a competition now. And I understand this is it, it, it goes down to that Ajo argument best player in the league or the best player on the best team where do you where do you stand are you rocking with vladdy vladdy jr or are you rocking with showtime otani
1: you know ray if you would have asked me this question two months ago maybe even a month and a half ago i would have told you you were smoking crack like i would have told you to put the pipe down of course it's got to be Otani at that point like seriously like he's reinvigorated baseball and the shit that he's doing we haven't seen this done since what babe ruth and I don't really? even know if Babe and I don't even know if Babe Ruth pitched and hit simultaneously. You know what I mean? But I mean, like you said, Angels—they're the middle of the pack. The Blue Jays, number one—that lineup is super scary. I wouldn't want to see them in the postseason, and they're going to make the postseason. Like them and the Yankees have a super scary lineup as well. <sighs> it's a race now, and you know the the cool thing about baseball is sometimes. They'll reward individual effort or individual excellence, even if the team isn't going that well. You don't often you never see it in the NFL. You rarely see it in the NBA as well. <sighs> this is tough because at this point in time, I'm leaning towards Laddie Jr. as you put him in the in the in in the lineup and, and shout out to his dad, too. That motherfucker was a beast, man. Like there was no pitch he couldn't hit. Literally, there was not a single pitch that he couldn't hit. But um, I'm leaning towards Vlad right now because his team is doing better. He's taking the league in home runs. He's batting a little bit better. He's got a little bit higher batting average. And <sighs> now I think the American thing is going to come into play here too, which is ironic.
0: Ooh, because Vladdy ain't
1: American, but he speaks English a little better than uh, that's better, right. uh, better than better than Otami. lets you know that he speaks English. It's not that and, you know,
0: and we know his dad. His dad is his beloved figure. In baseball lore. So
1: yes. Yeah, one of the greatest hitters I ever saw play. Seriously, like this Mellon Farmer. Go back and play uh MLB the show when Vladimir was on there. So if you you know the game. So for those of you oh, that yeah. never played the game, like they literally, as they're pitching you, they have the strike zone up. So it shows you the hot zones, i.e., where the hitter is most likely to make contact and do some damage with it, and the cold zones. Mm-hmm. I don't think this Mellon Farmer, I think him and Barry Bonds. They all didn't real, have bro. no cold zones. Yeah, it was all, all red.
0: red. My boy was <laughs> yeah. my boy wasn't wasn't swinging a bat. My boy was playing cricket. My boy yeah. was hitting that bad boy down. I'm um, like almost below the knees, nothing. Dead center.
1: Ridiculous. I I saw this dude's father take a slider. It was literally in the dirt and take it 350 yards or 350 uh whatever the fuck they call them, feet. Mm-hmm. And a home run. Like he was mm-hmm. absolutely incredible, but I, I, it sucks because I feel like this season is going to be remembered as the year of Otami, and I think that he does deserve the MVP. But I, I could see them—I could see the baseball riders sliding, citing rather with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His team's doing better, the numbers are comparable, and he's going to make the postseason, which we we can't say that about Otami. Let
0: me give you some spe- some specific numbers for those of you listening. Toronto right now is second in the AL East. With 80, they're 82 and 64. By the way, Tampa Bay is above them and they're the best team in baseball. So this is like, they're not like they're just languishing. They're the, they're, if you, if you were to line them up in order, Toronto's the the fourth best team in baseball right now. So, and the Angels are 70 and 74. Some more specific numbers again, Vladimir Guerrero is third in the league in batting average at 317. Number one is Starling Marte, Starling Marte with 322. He's number one in home runs with 45. He's, number f- he's, he's tied at number three with RBI's 103. Number one is Salvador Perez in Kansas City with 109. And he's number one in hits with 173. He is by far killing it and very well may win the Triple Crown. And you know how baseball is about stats and Triple Crown winners. Now, I firmly believe that in a team sport, you can't be the MVP of your league and can't, and your team is bad because that means that your your greatness is not attributing to success, right? Except for baseball, because in baseball, one player does not affect the team like it does in soccer, or base or basketball, or football, or hockey, or any of these other sports. In baseball, Mike Trout, statistically, is the greatest player we've ever seen in our lives. And I don't think he's ever been to the postseason. So it's like, does it really matter? Can you go call VP? Is it possible? Can you do that? <laughs> is, can you do that? I don't know who I picked, dog. Because is not going to win the, the, the Cy Young anymore. Because Boyd's got 16, 17 wins. He's at nine. So that's done you got to reward the kid some kind of way. But Vladdy's having a a year. I don't know. And I, I know there's a cop-out. I don't know.
1: No, I feel you, man. Hell, I don't even know what makes a good baseball team. I really don't. And, and you know, if you ask people, they'll say, oh, what well, what well, you need pitching and and, and yeah. clutching. No shit, Sherlock. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It, it Because you look at some of these teams on paper, and you'll say, well, they should be killing it. And then you'll look at some of these other teams, you're saying, how— like like when the years where, you know, in the in the aughts where San Francisco and the Cardinals were alternating World Series titles, and you're looking mm-hmm. at these teams like how the hell are they doing this? I have no idea. I have no idea what a what a good baseball team is.
0: I think there are three things that matter for a good baseball team. Now, this doesn't mean you're gonna win the World Series, but you have to have two or three top-level starters that can get at least six innings into the game. That I know that sounds simple, but that's not easy. You got to have a very, very solid bullpen. And I don't mean like one or two guys. I'm talking about a, a great closer, two or three great middle relievers, two or three great setup guys, a fantastic bullpen. You have to have a good bullpen now. And you ain't got to have guys that can hit home runs, but you have to get motherfuckers that can get on base. I think those are the three. And so, again, sounds simple as hell. Everybody can't do it.
1: And the Indians had all of that. Not this well, year, but they had all of that. They had a, a quality starting five. They had about two or three guys. Hell, I think uh, Kluber, well, not last year, but he won the high, the Heisman, Jesus Christ. He won the he, side Young a couple side, years ago yeah. for Cleveland. Yeah, yeah but the, course, the bullpen boy, was... The bullpen was phenomenal. If you got yep. to the seventh, they were good. We had Frankie Lindor that they just traded because they didn't want to pay him a zillion dollars. And uh Ramirez, who was an MVP candidate last year. And the Indians couldn't make Series. it out. We not since fucking 2016, man. It's
0: 2021, it's five years ago. You
1: act like Yeah, you know. that's five you know years last, ago. You know the last time and the I met this World Series? And one Towers fell. And one.
0: The last time we got to one in general and was one. when the tower Okay, sure. But <laughs> yeah. I'd like to get there. Can we get there? Shout out to Corey Kluber, by the way, who, by the way, speaking of getting into the innings, if he if he came out after the eighth if he came out before the eighth inning, he's pissed. That boy went deep in game. Shout out to Corey Kluber.
1: There's a joke in there, but I, I there's no way in hell I could say that. I'll just say Thank Google you. Corey Kluber and Yeah, (laughs) Thank you for saving that for us, sir. (laughs) Uh,
0: Because that could have been quite dangerous. Uh, Let's get out of here real quick, man. Uh, Let's preview the game for tonight because, you know, this comes out on Thursday. Uh, So I believe we have the Giants and the football team. Danny Dimes and and Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Hey, enjoy enjoy them checks, Amazon. <laughs> we surely put our best foot forward on this one, didn't we, folks? Yep. Okay, Chase Young, Danny Dimes should be fun to watch, right?
1: Yeah, that shit could turn into a reverse Steisman if we're not careful. Not putting Why you that gotta on go you. there, I that on you because it's funny. Right. It was funny. I I'm not wishing harm on any player, oh, but that shit was God. funny. Okay. Chris, give me
0: give me a prediction and give me a score. Right now, right now the spread is, is it is literally as pick'em as it gets. Washington minus three. So you know what that means in Vegas? You get three points for being at home. That means they ain't got no idea who's
1: gonna win this damn game. And 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 Washington's at home. Yes. Yeah, yes. you get three. Yeah. So they yeah you yeah you heard what Ray said. Um, this shit is gonna be ugly as work shoes on a Tuesday because, you know, Tuesday is the only day that people work. I'm going to go Washington football team just because I, I trust their defense more than I trust any either one of these quarterbacks. So I'm going to say Washington football team, if I got to give a score, 17 to 6, some shit like that. Like, I don't even think, like, y'all going to turn halfway through this game. Like, y'all going to turn away from the game at halftime and forget there's a game on and start watching Dark Side of the Ring or some shit. So, yeah, I'll I say mean, Washington football them. team.
0: And what's what's that to watch on Thursdays?
1: Dark Side of the Rings season premieres Thursday, I believe. Or it's tonight, I believe. Really? I think so. Playing Riot from Hell. Nah, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna catch that. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna catch (laughs) that. There's always a couple of my catch every year. Yes, I'm gonna catch that. Yeah. Um, What what say you though, man? What you think?
0: I'm a believer in Dan Dimes, man. And Saquon got to go off eventually, dog. So he got to. This may not be the game. Go off the team. Washington has great ends, but I don't, their defensive tackles are a little suspect. And because their ends are so good, I think that we we think the whole line is great. I think Saquon can get in between the in between the tackles, and maybe have a good game. I'm going to go Giants thirteen ten.
1: Good point, and you you both you two think this is going to be bowling bowl shoe ugly.
0: Oh, it's defense on defense, and one team ain't got none. So there you go. <laughs>
1: Shout out to Heineken. See if he can bring out some more of that, uh, that magic.
0: Hey, the kid looked really good last year. Uh, he he's not ready to start, but I think he has some talent that he can maybe be. Maybe he can be that guy for the next six, seven years till you drive to Superstar. I don't know. The kid got talent. Um, but, hey, we've been on here way too long. So I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, for the Commissioner PC Tunney, who you can find at PC Tunney. And you know you can find your boy at It's Ray Cash. That's R E Y S and and Mysterio. C-A-S-H as in dollars. You can find the show at 3 underscore man weave. Holler at us. Tweet us. We will treat you back. I promise you we will. I know we will because y'all don't tweet us anyway. So the second y'all do, we're going to tweet you back. Uh, but as always, I'm going to cede the floor to my um, wonderful, loving, light-skinned brother, Mr. Chris Platt. And let him finish the show out the way it's supposed to be finished.
1: Well, hell, man, they didn't know I was light-skinned. I, I sound like some big Barry White-looking melon farmer. You didn't have to tell them I look like Drake. You Yo,
0: know? Pic, you use your, your pictures all over the internet,
1: sir. Oh, yeah. Anywho, you can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plant. But more <laughs> importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot, make sure we're able to keep providing that content day in and day out here at the Chair Shot by supporting the movement and going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chair Shot and picking out an official Chair Shot T-shirt. Please and thank you, thank you, and please also make sure you tune into many of the other great shows we have here on the Chair Shot pod is war we'll be back here momentarily the greg demarco show bandwagon Nerves. that's the best show you're not listening to so make sure you go and check that out everything Mag's got going on the miranda show i know i missed some if i missed you please blame it on the brain not the heart you heard me call eddie george eddie jones y'all already know what it is it's all love just tune in to chair shot go to progress go Go to ProWrestlingTees.com, but also go to TheCheershot.com. Look at the podcast. You're going to find something you love. They're all great shows, and we're really trying to do something to make this thing happen for you, the listener. Again, shout-out to PC Tunney. Couldn't be here this week. Shout-out to my brother Ray Cash. For both of those gentlemen, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. We'll see you back here on Three Man Weave next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then... Here we go, brownies, here we go.
0: Woo, woo. We gonna end it like that for real?
1: Couldn't help myself.
0: I'm cutting that shit out. All right, shalom.
1: DJ hey. <laughs> yeah. we All I do is-
0: And they stay there. And they say yeah, And they stay there. Cause all I do is win, win, win. And if you going in, put your hands in the air. You Ludicrous going in on the verse. Cause I've never been defeated and I won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making it. a my folks The
1: down. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.